Stardate 98013.2. We have nothing prepared today. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You make, sound... <laughs> you make it sound as if we're amateurs. How dare you, sir? I am off to a great start as the host today. And I've been practicing for eight weeks for this episode. It's been about that long. I'm learning. Uh, first, to the you who listen to us, Bonjour. welcome back. It's been a while. Sorry about that. Yeah. Also not, but a little. A little. But welcome back to this Stardate podcast. We have your returning host, Lipidon, as in myself. And I will allow you two to introduce yourselves again. Oh, will you? That's so nice. I am the oh. uh, venerable iconoplast the fourth. <clears throat> it gets worse every time. <laughs> <laughs> with each iteration, it just gets worse. More and more corrupted as it goes on. That's what happens with clones. They just get like more degraded <laughs> as time goes on. That is true. Like, if, um, oh, what was that one movie? Multiplicity or something? Oh, 20th century hmm. entertainment. How quaint. Yeah, how quaint. How quaint. And that, really? that, bring, that brings Going it to me. Yeah, digging way back into the historical archives. That's something that... That was my sixth know. grade English report right there. <laughs> that would be great. I would love to see, like, the next whole scholastic things just tearing apart... 1990s, 2000, early 2000 movies. Bibliography full of comic books. Yeah, just great. a teacher be calling on in the back. It's like, yes, great Beanimus. That was a segue, by the way. What Very do you have one. for us? <laughs> and Who that is your question. What do you have for us, the great Beanimus? I don't know. We kind of discussed this beforehand, and then uh, yeah. our recording vanished to the ether. You might. Yeah, it uh, perhaps snapped away. Taken from us. It was Thanos away, as you would say. I don't get that reference. Uh, How do I? Um, different, different universe. Yeah. You could say that some technologically advanced species stole it from us, but it's not worth stealing. Those darn Ferengis. That there's no profit in it. <laughs> no. They, they gave us thirty-five strips of Latin for it. That's all. That's great, actually. I didn't get any. <laughs> That's what we're worth? Sorry, I, I, I sunk it into whiskey. As you should. Al Deborah? Denobulin hey. um, today, as a matter of fact. Oh, good choice. Good choice. So we do have some options. Or we'll see where things take us. I call this drink Flosses Arse. Which one? <laughs> The Flock Spouse 7. Fourth? No, the fourth. Yeah, we'll go with the fourth. We'll keep the theme consistent today. That works. What about, what about the husband's wives? Or the wives' yeah. husband's wives? You can get that up to be, nine, That I could think. be a topic of just like how much fractal, like, interbreeding there. Yeah, there are on Denobula. You would think so? Yeah, I believe it is. If you were to Denobula. We can get into yeah. that one. We also have the option if we would like to put our terrible opinions out there more. We could rank our favorite things, such as number one, 
Yeah. Or ship. Or here's an interesting one. Your opinions on the most impactful technology, either Federation or someone else's. What do you think changed the course of history the most? It sounds like we have a couple choices to uh, fill the dates of our of our waffle. We do. I am actually quite fascinated by the idea of fractal spouses. So, if you want to take that one away, I kind of plus what. Yeah, I think you. Uh, that was that was a show on set that one up. <laughs> Fractal housewives. Fractal spouses. Fractal housewives. Fractal spouses of Denobula. Fractal Housewives of Denobula. It'll be a big hit. Big hit. Oh, man. What would a Jersey Shore-like spouse Denobulan be like? Well, it's it's funny to me that the Denobulans were always, like, portrayed as, as kind of conservative. Like, whenever you met them, they were always yeah. polite and demure and whatnot, so... I, I think it's only based off of Fox, though, because when you meet... The one wife that we do see that's a scientist, she's, I believe, hitting on Paris the entire time. Well, she's just, that's that's kind of the strange, I guess they're trying to say that culturally, they're just like, oh yeah, they just like to marry anything they see. And just... Doesn't even have to be Tenobulin. It, it's kind of, it's kind of reminds me, like, you know, it's like you, you keep on using that phrase marriage. I don't think it means what you think it means. That is an interesting point. It could be kind of a lexicon thing. And most interestingly, what was Tom Paris missing out on? Because that is what he's told. I don't know. I think you might be mix, mixing universes right there. I don't think. We, it seems like we so. have to consult some type of archive. Perhaps. Tom Maybe it wasn't Paris. Wait, not Tom Paris. That's not... No. It was probably Trip. You're thinking of Trip. That's am why I, I was confused. Yes. I am thinking of Trip. They're yes. both white. Yeah. That's all I have. So, yeah, you're thinking of Trip. That's why I was like... Tom Paris and a Denobulan. Wasn't Fox the only Denobulan aboard the um, NX-01? That would be correct. I am totally thinking. You're. Oh. Yeah. All of that aside, <laughs> my name fails me today. You need to sip on some more. The question here. stands. The question stands. What was Tucker missing out on? Well, it, it, let me say, it just kind of strikes me as there is, and I mean, it's a valid question. It's just like, what if there is a uh, a species that felt no specific need for, like, direct attachment attachment to one person? Monogamy. It's, you know, it's a fair question, but I, also, I, I do think it, in the archival footage, it hasn't been explored very well. That's not. It was just kind of like, yeah. That's that's just what they do because they're weird. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess they're just, I guess they're just flusies. Because that's that's what it seems to be. Because even mm-hmm. Fox was like, "Oh yeah, my third wife is hitting on you. Go for it, buddy." Exactly. What is what is wrong with you, man? Well, I think that's kind of they're just like. 
that part of their culture is just like, yeah, you know, like get more wives, get more husbands. Everyone's and that, like, you know, you wonder about does that bring into are there, you know, are you allowed to have several different wives or different husbands at the same time that are also married to other things? So you get just like you cross, you know, fractalizing things. It's there. a it's a planet full of swingers, is what you're saying. Pretty much. <clears throat> and I, I mean, hey, whatever does it for you, but it's like. So, oh, this is horrible. This is a thought that came into my head. So it's her name is Fiesel, by the way. Yeah. So, so are we saying that um, this might this might offend the one person who might be listening in the states, but uh, are we Sorry, saying buddy. that uh, are we saying that that Chernobyl is essentially just space West Virginia? I mean, I mean, well, it's, it sounds more like space San Francisco, if you ask me. West Virginia meets San Francisco. Yeah. San Virginia. West West no. Francisco. West West no. I don't even know how to see those are two polarizing places that should not ever overlap. We're here to mix them together. Uh, yes, they do. Thank you. Thank you, Denobians, for being so strange. So yeah. yeah. So good for them for getting all the sex. Good job. Apparently, no problem with snooze new there. No, I I think it's encouraged. Apparently. Well, that was fast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there's... that topic covered. Moving on. I think that's. <laughs> I think there should be like a record for. For us, is how fast we've covered, we've covered a topic. Record time for sure. Yep. Oh. This replicated ale is great, by the way. And you know what replicated ale leads to? Number one. Or perhaps your rankings of them. But in this case, we'll refer to. <laughs> Our favorite first officer. That was a horrible segue. <laughs> that was so the bad. most forced segue I've ever heard. Uh huh. That it's... segue hit a hill, fell down, crashed, and burned. It's saying. The question stands. Oh, I, I how, think. How would you like to proceed with ranking our first officers? Our preferences. Do you want to name as many as we can first, and then rank? I'll tell you. Well, there's a whole like you get into a whole again on a theme what of is a first officer yeah. on a theme of fractalness. We get we're going down a rabbit hole on this one. He mm -hmm. connected that. He connected that. That was great. That was well done. Much better than mine. Much that's better. why that's why I get paid the big bucks. <laughs> you get thirty-two trips of Latinum. It seems thirty-five trips of Latinum. <laughs> it just went up. It was thirty-two before. <laughs> It's holding out. <laughs> oh, what's the word? Inflation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Man, that is a great interest rate. Hey. When you got dealings with the Ferengi, 
do your best to try to get the most out of it because yeah why maximizing not? profit yes i don't really know how we should proceed with rankings and number ones because i think there are different opinions on all three sides of this triangle i would agree with that and if you want to and i can finally say and i can tell this to our one audience member maybe two I have finally caught up with the historical archive. Mostly, I've I've missed a couple that I have to catch up on. But yeah, which I, archives uh, are you? Uh, the voyages of the uh, USS Discovery. Um, mm, the last okay. I saw, uh, they got the Discovery out of that ice planet, mm-hmm. and I think. Is that the last thing that I saw? I can't remember. It's been a while. That's very early on. In, well, shortly after their time jump, I should say. Yeah. But very early on in their voyages in the new millennium for them. Yes. After their time jump, you know, the whole mm-hmm. control thing done away with, but now we're trying to figure out what the burn was. I think they, at it. Oh, they did that, catch up finally with the Federation and saw that right. uh, 11 instances of Voyager had happened. Yep, that is correct. Okay. There's a generational shift now. Also, that brings up an interesting question, though, for another subject that we could get back to is the impactful technology and the suit that brought them to the future should be probably on that list. Yeah, I think so. It's it's in there, but that's that's actually the thing that's intriguing to me about the discussion of those archives is that Discovery seemed to create a whole lot of fun technologies or at least be involved and share in, with none of that. And yeah, just no one is I'm not even like that no that like they didn't share, but just I'm so shocked that in basically a thousand years, or what was it, six hundred years or so, that no one else, years. no one else figured any of that stuff out. Well, are you referring? Well, to it was banned drive? by the temporal accord. Like yeah, spore drive was up Part there, and, um, and then you know, uh, uh, wing time suits. Parts of it are banned by the temporal accords. Yeah, but I mean. Well, we, we saw as time went on, especially after the burn, that the Federation wasn't all that great. Yeah, it kind they of were like, a little sad and depressed. Yeah, fell so apart. I'm, I'm sure there were some, you know, angry scientists out there that, you know, also were like, you know, fascinated by mushrooms and mm-hmm. smoking them. You know, could could get that. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, because like looking at it from the Federation's standpoint, if we're talking about the Spore Drive, Spore Drive mm-hmm. was something very new and revolutionary to get around everywhere. Not only everywhere, but also between universes. Right. I would say yeah, that, that does happen. I would, for me, I would say that is up there with one of the most influential pieces of tech that was ever introduced into the whole, into the universe just a spore drive because mm-hmm. with the blink of an eye you can be from point a to point b over in the delta quadrant 
But the only issue people. with it is, go ahead. I think you're touching on this. Yeah, the the two people who knew about it, one died on the Fulton. I forget what the ship was called. Ah, the one where they found the giant tardigrade. Oh, oh yes. yes. That guy died. And then the other one, oh, it's not Stamets. Is it Stamets? Yes. Stamets is the current. Yeah. Yeah. He was flung far into the future. Mm -hmm. And because of the whole eugenics thing that was illegal. USS Glenn. The Glenn. Yeah. So yeah, it, wow, I, laziest name for a starship of all time. <laughs> Glenn. I'm USS Glenn. Glenn. USS Earl. USS Joe. USS Carl. <laughs> Don't do those. Sh- anyway, that's that's waffling to a different topic. But so you have the, the guy in the Glenn, the guy in the Glenn who died by mm-hmm. space tardigrade. And then you had Stamets, who was genetically modified against the whole eugenic thing of the Federation. True. And then it got launched into the future, which once they get there, they have the temporal accords. I guess there was no one else curious enough to figure out, hey, let's look at mycelial space because we've got... Because the, the top people on it were gone. Yeah, it, it, was, it was all banned to look into. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the most like black site things they had. They literally had to go to black alert for it. That would be correct. So maybe that's why it wasn't looked into. But I think I think the spore drive is is somewhere up there with um with uh maybe the Pegasus at least for me. Mm-hmm. No, the Pegasus deserves to be up there. Well, the Pegasus, like, well, that was another flavor of just, like, experimental technology that went wrong. And, mm-hmm. But then also, like, wasn't pursued. Like because of how wrong it went. Yeah. But that, that's... The, the Federation, this might waffle us onto another thing, but it's it seems to me the Federation is a bit anti-scientist. They're anti-progress. Yeah. They might be a slightly Republican. Oh. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. We, we might be making the Federation great again. <laughs> because, you know, they ban, they ban genetic and, and it's always like something goes I mean, wrong. It's only when wrong. one thing goes wrong. Yeah, something. And, well, know, it's a big thing that goes wrong. It's a big thing that goes wrong, it's true, but they don't ever Sometimes. say, let's learn from our mistake and fix it and do better this time. It's Because it's the now... idea of the eugenics war was solid. Or not the war itself, but the idea of eugenics was solid. Yeah. Eliminate weakness in the sense of disease that is like congenital or other issues, you know, however many number of issues you want to name, they could eliminate. Yeah. So, on that side of things, Increase intelligence, increase strength, increase endurance. Calm down, super soldiers here. That's what they were doing. Yeah, they were. They They were. 
they were turning humanity into a bunch of Captain Americas. But apparently, they did not do what um, I forget what his name was did with Captain America. You're supposed to find the what the good person the good and to sure. make them into a better version of themselves. They're just like let's just pick so, anyone. So apparently, if you do it with anyone else, they turn into space Hitler. <laughs> Yeah. Is that, is that what what Khan was? Well, yeah, really. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. He, he was kind of Hitler. And he wasn't the only one. He, well, he was like, you know, well, and I mean, it was like he was like, then you also the, have. We're the master race, and he's yeah. kind of right. Because he was. But he just. He lost but, because of quantity. Quantity and a bit of hubris. And, I see that yeah. the, therein lies the problem. I think it, it's what happened with. um. With Captain America's counterpart, let's let's go down that 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 whole rabbit hole. You had the Red Skull. What was his big downfall? His own hubris. He touched the the thing that he shouldn't have touched and got teleported to be a keeper of a of another space rock. Another thing he can't touch. Another thing. It's his hubris. It's almost like don't touch things you're not supposed to touch. Exactly. Or don't inject crazy ego maniacal people with the super soldier serum so then yeah. but, but yeah. again that's something like they could have learned that lesson and then like okay then, lesson learned moving forward don't do that again and then you know Jordy might have not been born blind would Jordy have been born that mm, now we're getting to a whole different flux or question or yeah. would Jordy yeah. still be Jordy well, if he, he wasn't born he could have been butterfly effect away, but you would have thought that someone would have, you know, given him given him a tricorder scan at three months. Like, oh, this boy's blind. Here, let me get the screwdriver in here. We'll fix that. But I look at the question that Beanie was suggesting: Is would Jordy still been the science officer that we know and appreciate without his apparent weaknesses? Because it does go back to, um, I'm tying this all the way back to the Measure of the Man case, because it all yeah. goes back to data. It all goes uh, back to data. You had data ask the card. It's like, does is not Lieutenant LaForge's visor grant him better eyesight than anyone else in Starfleet? He can see beyond yeah. the visible spectrum, and Picard's like, far beyond. Well, of course, yes, far beyond. He's like, well, of course. He goes, well, well then why is not everyone? required to have such a thing right and what did jordy always wanted to trade his super high-tech visor for just actual vision actual eyes yeah it's a that's a good point there's there, there's something about the human race that we're like we kind of just want to be left alone as we are we don't need to be tweaked and prodded we want to improve in an imperfect and flawed way in our own way in our own Graceful Icarus like way. Great. Icarus then, is better, yes. But then we also get the no, Icarus. Like, Icarus. Like not Icarus. About, <laughs> no, I heard what you said. Oh, okay. We talked about like the phasing cloak from the Pegasus. And so Yes, because I know I think I know where you're going with this, because me and you had this conversation way, way back in the day. Well, I, I think that it's like, okay, so you gotta you're gonna ban the cloak because of the treaty. That's retarded, but that's fine. But <laughs> But you okay. can't have it because we have it. That's the yeah. treaty. Like, okay, you know that was a dumb, dumb political move, but fine. Yeah. But so, but you, 
you also developed the phasing part of that. And I mean, I'm assuming, you know, I'm assuming they're probably interconnected in some way or shape or form, but again, a scientist working on that might be able to extract that part of it. And that could be, I mean, that basically makes you invincible. Yeah. Because no, not everything passes right through you. Thing so, is, can uh, you can you fire while phased? No, but then, or you can go just you know phase yourself, phase your fist through someone, and then phase back in. Now they have hollowed themselves. So could you essentially take two ships, phase the one, and just go with them, and then just just take it back? Uh, how or, would you? Or, or you can just you can fly right into you know the back seat of Cardassia. <laughs> and they're they're firing at you the whole time. They're seeing you, and you're just like, "No, I'm here. What are you gonna do about it?" Just let them waste all their ammo. Yeah, it's an interesting way of uh, keeping up with the Cardassians. Mm-hmm. Well done. <laughs> Basically, that that is that's not a segue, but that could be a segue. <laughs> yeah. See, if, if we were if we had some we had a Cardassian topic, we could segue that perfectly. Ah. Gold Appreciation Night. Gold Gold Cat is fabulous. Yeah. Might be my favorite. Might be my favorite Carnassian of all times. Why is that? He's the only one I can name. Yeah, he's the only one I can think of because he was on he was on board DS Nine, right? Yeah. Well, no, he he was the he was the primary antagonist on DS Nine until a new. Protagonists showed themselves. Antagonist, sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, he. Well, the, the great thing about him, he was always kind of there. Like there was always different people. You know, there were there were villains of the the week and different things that would pop along, but the, the oh, yeah. was, was always kind of there in the background, just causing trouble and. Mm-hmm. And you know, thought he was doing well. Thought he was like you know. Thought he was, he thought the, he was the top version, dog, best version of himself, and you know, trying to Sorry, take care of his family, dog. and you know, just well ruining Bajora because it was in his best interest. Yeah, you know, well, he well he was trying to make Cardassia great. Yeah, make and succeeding great for a again. while until and, yeah, for a while he, Cisco got involved. Yeah, for a while, old Cardassia was doing quite well. Mm-hmm. Based on you know some good forced labor and good price on labor. Is that how all empires rise to power, just off the backs of others? It kind of is, yeah. The the one that has some has some free labor. It raises an interesting question: is whose back was the Federation raised on? Well, huh. the um, Android for one. I'll assume that one, but. Well, I would say the interesting thing is androids for one. That's a given. The all the yeah. various races of the Federation probably came to power due to mm-hmm. due to slave yeah. labor in their in their. Well, they past. were the most powerful of their species on that planet. Yeah. So that when when you don't have to grow the food, you can you know design starships. Yeah. It's, if you're too busy growing food to not die, then you got no time to think about stuff like that. Which I guess which makes it interesting. In a certain way, it makes it interesting that Kelpians 
become relevant considering what how many ways they were mistreated. Mm-hmm. But then somehow they rise up because the their uh, threat ganglia fall out and then they are able to shoot spines out of their head. Which, to be honest, that is the most... Really cool? That's kind of <laughs> dumb. Well, actually, I do I do like the idea that they got to see as a, as a race in terms of they were they were taught that that feeling is a call and that means you will die and so you better you better just go ahead and like you know you better well, just go no, ahead and be please it's it, because the call that you're referring to was the killing event to prevent them from going through it yeah Bahari. Like, that's it yeah, yeah Bahari. So, so yeah so get you know, you know, get yourself killed before Bahara. Here, don't go crazy. I'll kill you for you so that you don't go crazy. So you don't go crazy. And like that was like the most genius marketing campaign. Oh yeah. On them. But it was just like the one guy's like, Oh my god, I'm Bahara and they're like, Oh no, it actually makes oh, no. me better. Yeah. It's like it's basically getting me through puberty or whatnot. Which is one yeah. thing that I was curious about, that whole arc, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's um you had Saru go through that and then they do the whole research. It's like, oh yeah, at one point the Kelpians were like the dominant race because of mm-hmm. the Baharai thing. You had to have either oh, what were they called? The Not the Baku. Um, what's the race that enslaved enslaved the Kelpians? Or ate the Kelpians basically? Uh, ate the Kelpians essentially. Well, that would be... Uh... Um, the uh, Ba'ul. Ba'ul. I knew it started with the B. The Ba'ul. Yeah, the Ba'ku were... Were the non-aging people on the planet. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's supposed to start with B. I have a B mm-hmm. and an apostrophe in the name. But... Ba'ku is also in this other Star Wars thing nobody talks about. It's a planet in that. Oh. Is it? Oh, no, it's Batu. Sorry. Batu. Anyway, no. I don't remember that one. Anyway, going off topic. That's a topic for another day, maybe, or another podcast. It's uh, the one. Well, what? Anyway, um, your topic, please. The ba- Oh yeah, so you had Kelpians passing through Baharai, and all of a sudden the Kelp. Uh, the Ba'ul somehow I don't even know how you would, you'd have to like abduct children essentially and wipe out the adults traumatize the kids into thinking hey once you reach this age we're gonna gonna come back and kill you and then just let them loose the planet except that yeah it's just a very good propaganda technique it's kind of horrible when you think about when you think about what the what the Ba'ul had to do to, and what they chose to do and what they to chose become to become the dominant species until Saru balls essentially dropped off dropped or dropped off dropped off ah or fell off or just bloop you know were ejected i don't think they were ejected i think they he just lost his kelpian foreskin <laughs> oh that's an interesting parallel yeah yeah and then he was able to shoot spines out of his head because 
Why not? Spines are cool. Yeah, but all right, let's just let's just take for a second. You have these things that come out of your head. You only have line of sight. And they're gonna go that way. Well, no, technically you can't they go opposite of line of sight. Yeah, because they're on the side of your head. Aren't they gonna just hit each other in midway and then what the hell was that? Continue. What was that? My, my, uh, my communication device decided to speak. Ah, okay. So yeah, just shooting spines out of your head, I think, is yeah, kind of a tricorder. Yeah, yeah. An outdated kind. The eye tricorder. The eye yeah. Quarter. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that whole Faharai and then gaining the ability to shoot spines out of one's head is kind of dumb. Makes no sense. But yeah. who am I to argue with space crustaceans? Zoidberg? Yeah. <laughs> How did we get to this point? I forgot. Some Kelpian scuttle. I agree. Um, this is impressive about a waffling, even for us. This is really bad. But I, I, can't. I, I am interested in the uh, in the impactful technology because I'd like to yeah. make a case for the replicator. Sure, I would like that. I, I I am interested in this because I agree with it. Also, question before you do. Uh huh. In this I'll situation. Appreciate it. Uh, the replicator, in a way, is just a transporter with a pre-programmed set of things that it can materialize. Well, or is it the other way? Is the transporter a replicator-type technology? I, I've always been of the, the mindset that the transporter actually moves works from one spot to another. I, I'm, I'm not... Th there's been various debate in the, the scientific and engineering fields on that, but... I, yeah, think, we need, I think we should test this by we, we need, getting, um, getting our transporter and, and getting we some need, trials we need and true here. Yeah, 35th century Mythbusters. And, or we and just, 35th century Charleston true. I think we need, I think we need some Charleston true. Oh, no, don't we always? I, yeah. I also. My, my day is always brightened by the great taste of Charleston chew. So how about how about you put a pin in that for a second? Okay. And we'll get some Charleston well, chew. And then uh, we, yes. can, we can refill our, our our respective goblets of sorts. And um, yeah, now for a word from our sponsor. Charleston. <laughs> With your jingle, whenever you're ready. Try the great taste of Charleston Chew. That's great. Welcome back.
to the Stardate Podcast, and thank you, sponsor. That wasn't a we, jingle. Well, we had the jingle, I, and then we went into the, the ad read yeah. afterwards. Ah, okay. You get the ad read, and then you get the conclusion. Mm-hmm. So, enough of that. We've had a wide-spanning discussion so far, um, but we were going to return to one of our earlier topics in terms of technology and believe the horribly named Iconoplast the fourth has some points he would like to share with the class. I'll let that, that slide here. <laughs> are you still the fourth or have you replicated into like the fifth? Oh no, I, I'm a, I'm Wayun's style. I'm like the seventh by now. Whoa. <laughs> Just just keeps on uh, keeps on replicating and get weaker every time. No, I like the. Um, I mean, honestly, work drive is hard to argue with in terms of like it. It's it gets you into the big boys club, of, you know, it lets it allows the Vulcan to talk to you and all of a sudden just like makes your species advance, and that's great and all. But the thing I say the replicator really brings a species into a post-scarcity economy. Yes. Truly, in all sense of the word, where there is no reason... In the truest sense of the word? Yeah, there is no want for anything. The only restriction on what it is is just literally how many atoms you can get a hold of. And how many ideas you can come up with yeah and so except for at times i've noticed maybe this was just some things there are some things that it can't replicate yeah it's it's mentioned that interesting hindrance well and i i I know sometimes it's a plot device but also yeah there just have been things they were incapable of replicating and they had to trade for or what have you well, I'm pretty sure dilithium can't be replicated. Don't yeah, let. somehow it must be like naturally occurring. Well, because I, I get the feeling that the issue is involves the crystalline structure of things. Because latinum yeah. is me- mentioned that, dilithium is mentioned that. that I, I've read things that say that like crystalline structures don't don't you know grow properly under replication. Mm-hmm. Like it's replicated properly, like every atom's in the right place. But as soon as it's done, like it, as soon as it's used, yeah. it's like a it's like a chain reaction happens, and it just degrades. And it, yeah, it degrades. Or it, there was a there's one um, one I forget the episode, but there was something where they talked about chasium. I said chasium is replicated latinum. Mm, yeah, that does sound familiar. And it's like you can replicate all the stuff all day long, but it becomes chasium, and chasium doesn't. Like you can, it has many. It's kind of like the industrial diamonds of the 20th century, like the uh, cubic zirconia, you might say. Yeah, well, like it has it has applications, it has you know like military or engineering applications, but it's not worth any money. Yeah, it's not latinum. It's not latinum, and that's that's why latinum has has become like the currency of that of that place because otherwise you could replicate whatever you wanted well here's the thing that also going along with the replicators as far as i can tell 
humans or Earthicans, if you want to call them that, mm -hmm. Terrans, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> there, I think they were. You have options. They were Who one man. of the very humans. Human played Dom John. <clears throat> anyway, humans were one of the few species that actually had replicators because even in um during the during the voyages of the voyager crew mm -hmm. when they were mm -hmm. in the delta quadrant they were trying to trade stuff and jane was like hey we have this thing called a replicator um we'll trade it you for just like, want free stuff yeah it's like we'll trade it for uh for i forget what it was i think it was fuel or something like we'll give you one that we have and we'll teach you how to use it so yeah, I think replicators are, are up there with them. Um... Can you replicate a replicator? Oh, man. I don't know. Well, or does I that think... just break? Is that just a glitch in the matrix? Well, I think you can replicate the parts. Yeah, but not the replicator itself. That doesn't count. I'm talking just replicate mini replicators that can just, like, add infinitum. But... Bender, Bender, the Bender, Bending Rodriguez tried doing that, and it did not go <laughs> well for him. Yes. We asked whether we could do it. We never stopped to ask whether we should do it. I don't. I don't think you could do that. I think well, because I don't think you thing, could either. Well, self-replicating minds. What? That is a valid response. In DS Nine. Yeah, I don't remember that. They uh, they blocked off the wormhole with separate self-replicating cloaked mines. So oh. as soon as you hit one, boom, new one, boom, dead. Yeah. Oh, mines. Yeah. I heard you say mines like a brain. I was like, isn't that essentially like artificial intelligence just gaining sentience? No, they still they still never got got a grasp on that one. Yeah, that's another session. strange one. Yeah, like self-replicating mines. Well, I mean, you figure like they're able to, I, you know, I haven't read the technical specs on those, but I'm assuming it's they've kind of been able to suck up energy from the local asteroid belt or. And also, well, does it reuse energy that's based off of the previous explosion? Probably. Probably. So that case, it's very efficient. Mm -hmm. So in in that case, it would have to also replicates a mine that would have a replicator within it. Yes. And it would have to know it would have to have a certain level of sentience to plan that ahead. Because as soon as it has exploded, it can't replicate post explosion. Unless there has to be a process there. Unless you think here here comes my whole like program unless this is very nonlinear. Unless you have it as okay. Here's the mine. Ship comes like next to it, not in proximity of it. It mm. cues the next mine, mm -hmm. and as soon as it touches, it has that whole like thirty millisecond delay. It's like okay, if touch, must. if touch, replicate, explode, send, and as exploding, use energy replicate to replicate yeah i mean this is this Which is 12 then, lines of code right here i don't think i'm sure chief o'brien could figure that out replicate yeah. go to repeat mm -hmm. exactly 
Yeah, you could you could program this in basic. That's not that Which hard. here's the question then. If you do this, how do you stop it? It's got a sensor. If sensor is triggered. Yeah, sensor is triggered, but then you have to put up a warning buoy to never go in this area again for the history of time. Well, that's what the buoy outside the minefield is for. That's what I'm saying, though. That minefield is just ruined. Like, you can't go in there anymore. Based off of the tech we have just explained, you can't diffuse it. No, you, you well, you've got a, a, Federation a encrypted, Federation encrypted signal that, you know, kill switch. Which you could have. You could have a backdoor draw those You'd lines. have to, yeah. You'd have yeah. to. Because, you know, they wanted to go also through space the wormhole is too not sometimes. Static. So, like, that minefield, if it was stationary, space would move, all the things in space would move to it. Eventually, it would just blow up planets. Mm -hmm. Well, you're assuming they're they're moving the same way that the wormhole is moving? And... I am assuming that, which, mm -hmm. if this case... Yeah, you'd kind of... Would the to. minefield follow that, or would it be stationary at that like, place? I'm imagining... moves around it. I'm imagining DS9 can do a lot of that processing power and just be sending them signals. Hey guys, move 50 feet to the right. Yeah. Universe moved. I mean, I'm I'm sure that wormhole has a a, a pull of its own, mm -hmm. which is probably keeping that minefield in place, which moves around with the. That's fair. Hole. Okay. So, if you can turn it into a number of can figure uh -oh. out a way to make it work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lost you there for a second. What's he was going some... through the temporal displacement. <laughs> he was going through the wormhole. Uh, yeah, I just course corrected. Got a little bit of tachyons again. Mm. No, but yeah, I think I think um got I think the replicator tachyon nineteen. The replicator is an interesting Wasn't it a video game? technology. Yeah, Tachyon 18 sucked, but 19 was good. <laughs> I feel like that was a game way back in, in the early 2000s, I think. Anyway, no, but I think I think the replicator is 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 one of the like pinnacle points of Federation technology. This was just up there. Yeah. And well that's what I said too, that it's it's an interesting it's interesting to see what people do when they literally want for nothing. Yeah. And yeah. that's, and it, it's, a, it's a pure, well, because the other, the other side of that is you do need a buttload of power. Now warp power provides that. So also an argument can be made that like, you know, you can't do anything unless you got the generators running. Yeah, the crazy thing also with replicators, they keep a log. Mm -hmm. And that only can, so, okay, yeah, you have you have your warp drive, your warp core that's feeding power to the rest of the ship, that's powering the replicators. You can also take whatever the replicator has given you, put it back into the replicator to store it in the atom bank, mm -hmm. and therefore perpetuating the cycle. So could you essentially take a replicator, feed it enough matter, and use it as a warp core. 
It's, um, I don't know. I missed some of that. You did. You did. It is. No, I, well, I, again, that goes back to the whole, like, so dilithium can't be replicated. That's been established. Correct. It has. So, but everything around it. Yeah. So, well, I'm, I'm sure that happens. I'm sure that warp cores without dilithium in them get replicated all the time. Or just yeah. ejected. I mean, so you got to be able to replicate those things back into place if you eject them. Yeah. So then that, them. which happens all the time, apparently. And yeah. it's it's not an easy process. From like, depending on the ship you're running, you know, it's either one. Most of them seem to just shoot right down the tube that is down the middle of the ship. Yeah, and it just like the ship poops it out. Just poops it out. Yeah. <laughs> or you had what um what happened in the. Uh, in the Kelvin verse, when they ejected the e, core, yeah. a bunch of stuff shot out of the ship, and it's like, wait, I thought the warp core was one thing. You shot like twelve. It was things the whole space. It was like a fuselage, but not anymore. Yeah, it's like, huh? That's yeah. The, fascinating. Yeah, the, the Kelvin verse was a strange place. It had all kinds of. Yeah. Apparently, warp core ran on hydraulics. They yeah. Had, they had nothing but water pipes everywhere you went. Yeah. It was water cooled. Yeah. Well, so, water cooling is the most efficient way, as far as I know, to yeah, cool so, things. Yeah. So, you know, 300 years in the future, we're still cooling soft water. Sufficient? Yeah. I guess, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it works for a CPU, why not use it for a giant warp core? And it's just, just, just a bigger computer. Just conveniently happens to have a hatch in case a person gets stuck in it. Yeah. Yeah, because apparently that happens. It does. You gotta have or, you know, like some hatches. Uh, a small a small rodent gets in there or a stray bird or something like that. So you gotta fish that out. You have your chief engineer just like Loudly. snackered snackered on on replicated whiskey and decides to take a dip into the warp core cooling pipes. Yeah. Well, about, you, 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 don't, you don't know how strong rum and ale is until you try it for the first time. It is true. It, can you replicate rum and ale? Is that, is, is that possible to do? It's one of those. I think it's sort of the same sense at all issue. Yeah, like it's like it's okay, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Well, this goes back to your whole discussion. Rum and ale earlier. wants imperfection. It wants to try to kill you. I guess so. Well, this goes back to the whole discussion earlier of like, you know, you have your Federation scientists who they made the replicator. Do they say this is good for all time or should we try to improve this and push the boundaries even further? Well, they do try to improve it over time because you do have often replicator issues of you know, asking for one banana and getting millions that fill up the entire galley. Well, then, like the big, big uh, advance on that thing was bio-neural circuitry. So they're bio basically gel packs. Yeah, so gel they're packs. saying like we we want we want computers to be more like people. So we want them. There's, to get, there's also the um, they want them to get venereal diseases and age and 
get cancer and bronchitis and all that other get stuff. Cold. Get COVID. Yeah. Depending on the time period. Um, oh. What was I going to ask? That's why JMI got lost in the future. Jail pass got a case of the COVID. Mm-hmm. If your ship gets COVID, how do you isolate from it? You're inside of it. You can't. That implies that there's shifted person transmission. I mean, you're going through I mean, the transporter. Well, who, who's making out with the ship? Correct. If you're making out with a hologram that's programmed from the ship, does that does that mean that you're making out with the ship? Well, you got to wait two weeks before you make out with any holograms. Are we saying that Georgia LaForge made out with the, with, with the ship? Just don't think about what Tuvok did. Don't think about what Jamie did. What ship did to her? Whoa. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, I mean, Jordy did the ship and did never, say like never when, when about you're looking at this, light. you're looking at me. When you're looking at the warp drive, that's me. Oh man, that's did yeah, Jordy that... did Jordy like bang the ship? I think he might have. I think we took a left. Which turn brings up put... an interesting question. What about the sphere data? Yes. Okay. Could that be also another form? It's a form of computer intelligence, not AI, though. Well, that, that's getting into this, this um, Federation emergence that seems to happen all the time. Yes. With the doctor, with with the sphere data, with data, with yeah. data himself. Basically, yeah. I I I, look, I have this conclusion that I take from this. Basically, the Federation teaches us that if you leave a computer on long enough, it becomes sentient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've, we've discussed this in the past. And seeing mm -hmm. that portion of the historical archive where the sphere data feeds into the ship's computers and then suggests, what was it, a Humphrey, Bro a Humph a Humphrey Bogart movie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. For the crew? Mm-hmm. It has a thing to the classics. You fed enough information. Granted, it was from an, from an outside source. And it kept processing and processing and processing and processing until it seems to have gained some type of sentience. So... Does the ship recognize privacy, though? Because it happens to just be listening all the time. That's true. Well, it's like it might know too much. Yeah, it might know too much. Alexa's know when you have sex. Google's know when you and when you do the do. They recorded it. Mm -hmm. There are audio recordings of everything on there. Yeah. But see, the the counterpoint I would have to to the sphere data argument is yes. Um, when Tom Paris went to warp ten and saw mm -hmm. everything in the universe and, turned and became a lizard person, turned into a lizard person and, then, and bang bang the captain. <laughs> yes. Who also became a lizard person. Mm -hmm. And then they had lizard babies and then just yeah. left them mm -hmm. in the middle of nowhere. And then somehow we're fine. Yeah. Because that is the most irresponsible. That that <laughs> flies in the face of the whole entire okay, you have okay. it flies in the face of the entire Fairhaven. Uh, but see but then you think about 
So computer, delete husband's wife. Well, you, you think? Go. You think about when? So that that, that uh, shuttle had all had you know the knowledge, the sensor readings of every place ever existing ever. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole lot of data. Well, Voyager's computer never became sentient. That we know of. That we know of, that's true. I mean, um, it's still around 11 ships later. But it's true. The same it, it had years and years of process on that. But not in the same way the sphere data did. The sphere data incorporated 10,000 years of all history into one moment. Yeah, that's that is that is a bit of a difference. You have like well, it's a difference. Of, it's a difference of time, but it's also a difference in in space too. It's also a different yeah. difference of, of data in and of itself because if you look at it from from achieving warp ten, you just all you did was hit everywhere in the universe. Mm -hmm. That's just if you want to break it down. But to, it, yeah, it doesn't imply that there's recollection. Yeah, if you want to break it down to the most layman's terms, it's essentially latitude and longitude coordinates of everywhere. Mm. It's not what the sphere data, what sphere saw. It's like it saw civilizations rise and fall. It has its own history. Mm -hmm. It has, you know, things that it came across. Mm -hmm. Or 10 was just A, B, C, D to Z. It was like if you typed up the locations that the um, spore drive could go to and just made up Excel of it. A list. And that yeah. was it. Like it's, you don't know what's there. You never, you don't know what happened there. You, you don't know what will happen there. there. You just, you can be there right now. Yeah. Yeah. I can see so that. wait, so is warp 10? And then turn into a lizard. Is is essentially warp ten, the spore drive. Honestly, yes. But then again, because because you go, but because you go through that layer of mycelial space and you come out the yeah, other side. Yeah, because there's no time passage. No. Well, and that that's an interesting parallel too, because when Stamets first interfaced with the spore drive. Like he went a little bit did batty nuggets for a bit. He did go nuts. He would yeah. pray. Yeah, so he was he was in that space for a while. So mm -hmm. it might have just been that Which he is, could be another reason why it wasn't copied. And that yeah, like he didn't have the he didn't have the like he didn't have the physical side effects of Tom Paris and Janeway. Completely had the mental side effects. Yeah, because he could, because he knew he saw time in a different way now. Yeah, so that's that could be, but but so two times they found a technology and they're just like, eh, it's a bit weird. We'll just not. Yeah, and it's, it's the the Federation needs like needs like an old like drunk dad to like. Yell at him, like get back in there, take some cuts, kid. <laughs> you, need, you need Mickey from Rocky. Yeah, he. Yeah, they, they need yeah. a little bit of tough luck because they give up way too easily, which could be because of the of being the replicator. They don't want for anything. They don't struggle for anything. Thus, they deserve nothing. So whenever They've something's a little nothing. bit hard, they're like, eh, hard, don't want, 
drop it. But fair. But that does fly in the face of what Q was warning humanity that like, oh, you're gonna surpass us because of your drive, because of your ambition, because, because of all these things. Yeah, but because they go and they go and they go, but they don't actually learn. Like, they they don't have purpose. Well then who's well then I submit that, that the person who should be in charge of that is your number one. Yeah. Because your captain is there to what? Make lead. sure that lead to make sure all the ship is working, you know, hunky dory and day to day stuff. No. Well, no, now sure. the number one does most of the day to day stuff. Number one yeah, is yeah. day to day. Captain does captain, the big picture stuff. Captain, captain does the big, big picture stuff. But the chain of command is you found this amazing new thing. You should go to your number one. And he's like, Tell this, me why I shouldn't do this thing. Tell me why and tell me why I should care. It's like, oh, this is great. Let me pursue The number this. one is the captain's conscience. Essentially, yeah. So I, I submit I submit the fault of of the Federation not moving forward to the detriment of the number ones. And you should always have a good number one. You should. You should. Should. Dude, you're trying to make the segue so hard, aren't you? <laughs> Kind of. No one's taking it. Nope. No. Well, no. Number I, ones can wait. I, okay. I'm more. I'm more interested in this kind of philosophical debate that's coming on. Philosophical this. yet metaphysical. Yeah, be, because of the, I, I, I think we might be onto something here that like, because you know the Federation isn't devoid of technological advancement. No. And stuff does get. We get, stated that they have. We, they've made amazing things. They make amazing things, but they always stop when stuff gets tough. When something fails, they don't try again. Or at or, least not for thousands of years. Yeah. Or like when something crazy happens, they just like don't question it. Like when Barclay went nuts with like center of the universe, big giant head thing. Mm. Like, wait. Yeah. And that was okay. What about that was that was about, made uh, on a holodeck? That was made on a holodeck. There are logs for what he made. Yeah. Why couldn't they just pull up the logs and, the, and go? And why don't we just make that again? Yeah, and that well, that's the thing. There's perfect documentation in this universe of everything at all times mm -hmm. because Alexa is always watching us and listening to right. us. And she probably can smell us too. By that point, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Can can an AI and a hologram smell? That, I that imagine sounds, it's beneficial. That sounds like a horrible hollow novel. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> can holograms smell? It's like sparkly Vulcans or something. <laughs> drunk Irishman. Mm -hmm. Do drunk Irish holograms smell? Anyway. That that's a so Neelix I Neil is cooking. Reason not to smell. Yeah, I I would submit that the Federation whenever when Federation technology advances is because some scientists jumped like tried something it worked the first time and they went yeah sweet and then they kept doing it and then it worked out great but the times mm -hmm. when it didn't work they just went no it's gonna file it away it up, cancel it cancel yeah. it drop it and never touch it again or the uh, what was the 
the time with um, Wesley Crusher and the being who could oh. do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. The Traveler? <gasps> the Traveler. Was it the Traveler? And then just, mm-hmm. Yeah, the Traveler. Yeah. Oh. Big so, fingers. That's yeah. serious cool. destiny crossover right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, that like that instance, what was offered to him and what he initially turned down kind of validates what you're saying. You're like, ah, that sounds weird. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. That sounds hard. Is it just that innate human apprehension? apprehension of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is well, way out of my comfort zone at the moment. Somebody eventually will want to do this. Well, well here's, here's the evidence to support this claim. Genetic engineering of basically any kind. Well, partially. I, they, genetic they op- engineering, depending on what you refer to it as. Well, they, they obviously weren't fixing it. They weren't fixing the genome. No, but it did continue because you see that with uh, Bashir later. But that was done illegally. Yes. So right. it, it kind of goes, not in contrast to yours, but shows that the human element of the Federation or whatever element you want to use does continue, but sometimes on the back burner. It's still going. Yeah, because that... get there. Yeah, Bashir was illegal. But it's not he... the priority. Yeah, so he... Because he was one, he was born with sub, you know, sub-average intelligence. Yeah. And his, and his parents weren't changed, so they took him to a to an illegal genetic engineer, and now he's the smartest and strongest, and all that good stuff. The best at tennis. You, you know, but you know, like I said, Jordy LaForge is born blind. That's that's a you would think that's a very simple thing to fix in the genome, and something that. You could you could be ninety nine percent certain would not have he would not turn into a psycho killer wanting to overthrow the universe. But it did happen twice, which is kind of a lot. It did happen twice, but you, you have know, it with Khan, and you have it with um, the children of Nunian Singh. But that's that's it. I think there's a there's a dividing line in genetic engineering other than like we want to or, fix we want to fix someone that has a disability. Rather than we want to take someone who's just fine and normal otherwise, and and give them extra, mm-hmm. you know, intelligence, strength, charisma, whatever, what have you. Make I think special. Yeah, what like could I, have saved Riker's daughter, or son? Yeah, right. You know, Riker's daughter. Yeah, that was having all the son, son. No, the son, daughter. Son. I think was fine. The daughter was fine. She made. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Son. Well, the son, the son was off, and the daughter was also bad, too. That's why they had to go to that planet. No, the daughter was fine. True. It was the son who was messed up. Well, there thought... was something with the daughter, though. No, the daughter but... was fine. Was, well, other than survivors killed. Yeah, well, I, thought, I, I thought that's why they had to stay on that planet, because he no. was like, kind of sick, too. No, they, stay, they went to that planet because of him. To save the son, and then and they then stayed they because they stayed loved it. Because it was great, but also, because they could yeah. make bunny corn. Pizzas. I mean, I mean. Well, I mean, if I could yeah. retire making bunny corn pizza all day too, I. Come on, who would not? It's growing yeah. juicy tomatoes. Mm-hmm. The juiciest of tomatoes blew San Marzano's out of the water. Ah, oh, I want pizza. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> can I get? You started. Let me go replicate yeah. pizza. I didn't start anything. What are you talking about? 
you I brought up body corn pizza. Oh, but, but back to the yeah. list of technologies that the Federation tried once, failed, and dropped. So genetic engineering. Sure. Um, warp 10. Warp 10, spore drive, cloaking technology. Phasing and phasing. And phasing. Phasing, yeah. As a, you know, if, if you want oh, to throw some out, of it, they still did. If you want to throw out cloaking for political reasons, that's fine. But the phasing portion of it phasing. is like, yeah, the phasing portion of it is they still out. did it. The, the, the time, the time, uh, suits, yeah. It, it's it's did weird they though, the, stop though, or were they just one offs of like this person literally did it and did not share their information? Well, that, that's what you know, a lot of those situations. Did happen that way, but I also submit like let's say if you got if you got a group of humans that have no need that their mm-hmm. entire life is focused on like just that's the Federation's credo make yourself better self improve yourself continue continue to grow as a person because that's all you got mm-hmm. to do so that's what they have to do so you know, a lot you would imagine a large portion of people would be in the sciences. Yeah. If you got any person with any type of, you know, creative technical acumen, they they get pushed into the science fields. So they're they're sciencing things up. And if one person fails, you've got you know five hundred people trying to take their job. Well, I, I think... think with that though, there's an element of fear of not wanting to ruin what they have. Like we've gone this far, what? Let's not risk it for what could be a minor advancement that could go so far wrong. Because I mean, the eugenics war, which we know happened, we don't know how bad it was, but it's shown to be very violent and very cataclysmic almost. But that that actually, I, I think you're onto something there. Because that 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 goes into that whole federation. Like we finally got things nice. Yes. Don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. I think that that might be the stronger underlying foundation of the federation. Almost self-preservation over advancement. I over think, advancement. Yeah. Which I, then leads to complacency, which we see in the federation later. Mm-hmm. After the burn, they failed. Well, I think it goes even before the burn. It does. It leads because... to the burn. Well, it, leading to the burn, because if you want to take it to the whole like 23rd, 24th century, early 24th mm-hmm. century, you have artificial intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> because Mars still burns to this day. Um, Utopia Planitia. The Utopia Planitia the shipyards. Rip, pour one out for the, for the <laughs> homies, pre-datas or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that all happened. Metadata. The metadata. Hey. Hey, <laughs> you, sir, have earned your two strips of latinum for today. That one goes out to my programming homies. Yes. <laughs> so you, you, get, you get the metadatas mm-hmm. who get, you, you got kids I love giggles. That. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's, now, now I cannot not play that scene in my head and not think of that. Because it's literally I all I see. It's just like, yeah, this is all it is. That's it. Now, now I want to metadata plushie. <laughs> oh, we need a marketing department. We need someone to make a metadata. 
We can make a metadata and when you squeeze it goes, hell yeah. The hell with our orders. <laughs> I want I wanted to say that. Um absolutely. <laughs> make it so, so you make it so. So you had the metadatas who just straight up murder people. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And then they go T one thousand on them all over the place. For real. Yeah, I guess. And, that, and that's a, and that's the Federation response. They're like, yes. no more. No, we're done. done. Stop. And so yeah. you have like, which also the assumes... Romulans who were advanced of a species as well, also were against that. So there's a certain but they theme there. They didn't make it. They just saw a freaky vision that they couldn't understand because they're only a small sect of them, but the whole species believed it. Was like, we shouldn't well, do this. Well, they believed. AI would eventually just turn into snake monsters. Which yeah. so which it kind of so did. So stupid. So dumb. It kind of did. Dumb but, but, that, but that goes to say, like, okay, one path of the AI turns into snake monsters. There are many paths. Which, which, which brings in, us in back that, to our ultimate in, question. In that instance, at least for the AI portion, once Picard was transferred into a golem. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. No, that's valid. The AI ban was slightly lifted from the Federation. Not entirely. Because so well, because was there like, was there was evidence that that they're not gonna turn into murderous rampaging. Yeah. Picard did not turn into a snake monster, ergo AI is fine. And Soji did not murder everyone so, when she had the chance. Right. He did not murder everyone. So I guess I guess in the point of like you have to prove the Federation, hey, this is not gonna be a bad thing. My let technology me, will not turn into a snake monster. Let me prove it to you and then you can go ahead. Yes. But you can't prove it unless you actually go forward with the research. And yeah. I think a lot of these these projects get kiboshed. Just mm -hmm. like right in it because they're just like, oh god, something bad could happen. No. Well, and I think that there are certain philosophical questions to it in the sense of like... Prime directive. Prime directive is one. That, that's an extension of the prime directive right there. Yes, it is. And a second element of that relevant to the prime directive is how like um, certain things are quashed because they may go too far think about like one of the things they did not approve of was androids but specifically one of the things they were trying to prevent was them creating androids that could be then host bodies for humans mm -hmm. so that humans could then never die so in a way like they were trying to use androids both as a sentient thing but also an immortality thing side by side mm -hmm. And that also can conflict depending on how you go about that. How you perceive humanity is, right. is and humanity how you perceive that infinite. Yeah. Huh. Well, and that's also going back to that prime directive. So the prime directive is like, you know, plowed into every Starfleet cadet. And they're like, it's probably taught in school as like, you know, the most important thing that we don't interfere because something could go wrong. Yeah, the the Prime Directive is like space Hippocratic Oath. 
Well, and that's yeah, that's the same that's the same philosophy. Something could go wrong, so don't know, do it. We could, you know, we could save this race who would turn into space Hitlers and destroy us all. So better not yeah. interfere. What is it with right. space Hitlers? Space Hitlers are bad. That, well, that's, I mean, that's Prime Directive 1A. Space Hitlers are bad. Yes. So, but that's, it's it's kind of one of those things because like nothing exists in a vacuum. So it's, when you have something so pervasive as the Prime Directive, mm -hmm. Rule 1, thou shalt not, like that thinking, that mindset pervades into the rest of the culture. Yeah. And it affects their philosophy. It affects their yeah. decision making. The, yeah. The, the idea of the prime directive is don't mess with things. It might make it worse. Yeah. So. Well, like, it goes to the idea of don't put a if in a way don't put a gun in the hands of a kid. Mm -hmm. You don't know what he's going to do, but he's definitely going to shoot it. Don't know what's going to happen. So that, but it's funny. Like they they take that into like. Don't let a kid see metal. Because he might invent the gun. Because he might invent the gun. That's how far the prime directive goes. It's not just a yeah, hand it's gun. It's yeah. like don't don't teach him about metal, don't teach him about science, don't teach him about words, don't teach him nothing. Let him discover it for himself. I have and a question if, about if, that though. If he shoots himself, it's it's on him, not on you. Mm -hmm. Does the prime directive prevent the federation? from interfering to prevent other species from interfering. Example, say the Ferengi are going to this planet because there's Latinum there, but there's also a burgeoning sentient species there. Does the Federation interfere to prevent what was going to happen? I think there's, Even though it hasn't happened yet. I think there have been examples on both sides of that. I think there has too. And that's, but I, I think your average Federationer would say, would say we can't interfere. So if someone else has interfered, well, it's too late. That's our natural course. Yeah. Or is our job of non-interference to also uphold non-interference on everyone, even if they're not part of the Federation? I don't know which. Yeah. And I, I think it's happened both ways. And, you know, it has. The yeah. prime directive is every captain's favorite order to disobey. Oh, yeah. You know, it's almost not. as if it's some type of plot device. So that's it's the Federation has a bad habit of inventing things with good intentions that eventually bite them in the rear end hard. Like the whole cloaking ban, the Treaty of Algeron that screws them over with that. Mm hmm. This prime directive has, as I said, has some good, good plan, good mentalities, but but it prevents them from acquiring dilithium often. Prevents them from acquiring dilithium. You know, prevents them from, you know, making a lot of technological advancements. And they have at times been very fast and loose with the application of it, if it's going to benefit the Federation to play it fast and loose. Mm -hmm. Like ah, they. They don't have warp drives yet. They've got this thing that we want. Yeah. There, yeah, there have been a couple like civilization was the one that um invented the, the Omega particle but didn't have warp drive. Yeah. Yeah. That's an example I was thinking of. 
And so like they have something way more powerful than warp drive. So we'll uh we'll suspend order number one and go, hey, what's up, guys? But then um but then Omega particles, another advancement that could be bad, so just no. Well, that that species was not part of the Federation. So no, the only thing the only thing the Federation intervened at the point was like grab whatever they had and chance it into space. I guarantee mm -hmm. you that Federation that that society continued. No, 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 and, no. I, I agree with you there, but that was another technology that someone in the Federation figured out. Other scientists looked at that and said, Oh, you might blow everything up. Yeah. Never touch several again. light years. Yeah. yeah, and it's like this is horrible. Don't ever do it again. Don't ever do it yes. again. And there was, well, I mean, relevant with that, there's been other examples where it was. Um, I lost my train of thought on that. Where was I going with Omega Particle? Hmm. I don't know. There's, there's one, there's one story I, I read. And I, I oh, think this... this little one. Okay. Go so, ahead. in re relation to the Prime Directive. It seems to me the further you are from Federation space, the less the Prime Directive applies. Like the, the further away you are from Central Command. Yeah. The more you Even though your Captain Janeway, in my example, was the very stickler for many rules. But oh, yeah. But the, we gotta get back. I. I I was listening to an article recently, it was very interesting to me. It was talking about in in ancient Earth history, in, in around 600 AD, there was one of the Greek philosophers, I don't, I don't forget exactly who, but he came up with this drawing for a, um, like a steam powered generator. And he had this idea, and like people have looked at it, tried it, and obviously, obviously doesn't work. But the, the question was posed, what would have happened if, you know, some rich guy would have gotten a hold of this, like, drawing, like, if this had been, like, a king's servant, and this king was, like, fascinated by this, and decided to just put all the people of the land towards making this happen. So would we have gotten a steam generator at, like, 800 rather than, like, 1800s? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it goes back to another discovery that was found. It was in a shipwreck, I think, of ancient Greece, and they found this giant metal sequence of gears and a lever. And only until recently, they figured out that it essentially was a calendar mm -hmm. that they mm -hmm. rotated, almost kind of like an analog computer. Yeah. Was calculating not only rotation, but star charts and stuff. And made in Greece, like the what? It was, yeah, it was like a crankshaft computer, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes, it goes back to the whole Mayan calendar. They had things that were like mathematics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, had, had that technology progressed, like, you know, would we have, you know, had computers for a thousand years by now? Well, does it yeah. come to the point that whoever is writing history decides who should be the advanced people? That's and true. that is an interesting question about the Federation. Because we only see things from their perspective. So in this case, they are the writers of history. You could go with that society who was experimenting with the Omega Particle. How mm. they came about it, they're probably going to keep experimenting with it. Oh, yeah. Until they either A, stabilize Fix it, it or, or blow up. Or blow up.
and then if they blow up who's the people to write history federation yeah omega particles bad and who writes that because they thought it was bad because they saw it blow up twice federation correct well and that's that that's an interesting thing and that you know technology in and of itself is a neutral thing that it yeah. is only it is the people involved that use the technology for good or for bad. Technology, science, whatever, yeah. Science, technology, yeah, anything like that. Anything like that, yeah. The Federation seems to have grabbed onto this idea that no, Federation... We own it. Technology can be inherently good or bad. And like, you know, the most horrible thing, nuclear bombs came from, you know, that's a neutral technology. Yeah. Nuclear fission creating energy like that, you know, efficiently. Yeah. Is is a very efficient form of creating lots of heat and lots of energy with very little mass. Yeah. So it's, it was just some just someone thought like, hey, if you put a whole bunch of this stuff and set it off all at one time, it go boom. It go boom. So, but that's that's a that's an application of it. That's not something that's inherently wrong with it and the federation seems to seem to have the other side of it they're like now some yeah, technology is good i, and I some see is what bad. you're bringing up now yeah i see what you're bringing up now because they don't give credit or blame to the user just the tech and and they it's it becomes treaty of algernon aside yeah it becomes like this tech is bad, so we're just not going to explore it at all. Because one time, a bad application came of it. Yeah, because it goes it goes even with the Pegasus. The experiment went haywire. Yeah. And almost destroyed the ship. Yeah. Well, and and initially, what they did was they just like, you know, five guys jumping in the escape pod and they just ran. Yeah. And the fighters and just classified, just like no. Never happened. Never happened. Pegasus, what are you talking about? We ain't gay. No. Along, along with Spore Drive. Hmm. You know, USS yes. Discovery, it was lost. Discovery? At, what? No, 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 no. It was that just lost. Exist. It was gone. It never existed. Never existed. Never Man. happened. No. no. The Klingons definitely weren't going to confirm that they knew about it. No. Why didn't they? Because it no defeated sense. them, and they don't want to admit that. They oh, were yeah, drunk. I guess so. They were drunk on blood wine. They didn't know what was happening. Also true. I do have that thing of blood wine for us to crack open one day. A lot of live gawk. <laughs> gawk is best when served live. I wonder if there's, there's ever been like a gawk revolution. Oh, is there a, a, like in the way the Kelpian? Yeah, like the great gawk scenario. A planet of, of like angry Rise gawk just rises up and like just like eats Klingons one day, or like the the Targ. Also, while we're at it, mm-hmm. Targ revolution. We will Targ not be. We will not be replaced. Strong. Together, stronger. <laughs> uh, isn't Targ just like a? Almost kind of like a boar. A boar dog? Yeah. Yeah, they they described it as a... It's a pet, but also a a tasty pet. A pet, yeah. I mean, 
one one person's pet is another person's food. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe on that note we end it. Tark Revolution. Tark Revolution of 2021. The Tark Revolution. That would not surprise me if it happened. The Grey Gox scenario. Maybe the Klingons are the ones that revolted, and the Targ are the former leaders of the species. I'll go with that. Yeah. Exactly. It's the inverse of the Kelpians and the... Uh... The, yeah, correct. Batu, 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 Batu. I think you just merge all the, the Baku and the Baku. The Baku. Baul. Baul. They went to war because of Baku. No, that's their military action. They execute Baku movements. <laughs> Explosive Baku movements. Oh. <sighs> Invasive Baku movement. movements? Hey, you do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. If you, if you hear a target in the woods. <laughs> and on that note, let's conclude uh, this episode of the Target yeah. Podcast. It's been fun. It's it been good times. Overdue. Fun. Overdue. Let's not wait for the long next time. Let's yeah. see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and on well, that, that note... Uh, nope. <laughs> Not even close. End it. Cut. Computer and program.